Hello and welcome to That Guy's a Maniac, the podcast. My name is Richie, with me as always is Farley. Say hello, governor. Hi. <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, that That's the intro. You also need to do things about socials. Say things about socials. <laughs> Weirdly, you're more competent when you did it in a funny accent than when you do it in your normal accent. <laughs> it, it was solid and fast. I wanted to get through it quickly. Yeah, so we're a, we're a video game uh, podcast and website. You can find us at www.thatguys.co.uk. You can also find us at That Guys a Maniac or on Word Lowercase on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. <laughs> I don't think we've got a LinkedIn profile. It's <laughs> <laughs> no wonder we don't get any job calls. Yeah, um, it's no wonder the office toppled. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Cool. And our season three segment is talking about quotes from video games. Have you got a quote from me? Yeah, I do. I do. Next, next time, can we just not introduce the fact that this is a season three thing? Okay, like last time you said, don't hang a lamp on it being a new thing. Yeah. Now you don't want me to hang out a lamp on it being a season three thing. So that's no. fine. That's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> no lamp. No so, lamp. So how should how should I introduce it? Let's just rewind very quickly. Okay. So do the socials, and then I'll just just we'll just go into it. All right. Hey Richie, I've got a video game quote for you. Okay. That all right. Cool. Thanks. Give me the video game quote. Bring it. Okay. I think I think. You'll either get it straight away, or you won't get it at all. The closer you get to the light, the greater your shadow becomes. Kingdom Hearts? Hey! hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, I'm happy I got that one, because the last two that you gave me were complete bitch. Continuity there for all of the... Uh, yeah. Know. <laughs> well, never mind. Yeah. Um, I just have to make sure that all the other ones are hard so that the the two before are always ones that were, you didn't get. No. Um so this this quote like this quote is was perfect for um it was when um AMVs and GMVs were all the rage, like game music videos and anime yeah, music yeah, videos. Yeah. yeah. Um and so I remember just looking at when it came out, it's like mm, probably wasn't appropriate age to have done this. Um, so Kingdom Hearts came out in 2002 I was probably playing it the year afterwards um, and yeah I was really struck by this like, super emo quote and so I even made if I remember which I won't because we never remember this stuff I even made like <laughs> so cringy some horrible like, image on Photoshop uh, you know using all the all the visual effects and the lenses and inverting it and then spelling out this this quote in like edgy crazy yeah, each letter was a different font um, <laughs> yeah but looking back it's like mm, I was 20 when I did that <laughs> <laughs> yeah cringe I know yeah. it's just like mm, it's like if you're 13 but yeah I just loved it I loved uh, all these uh, AMVs you know like ev- everything was either Evanescence right um, yeah and then it was the early days of game capturing so you jump from some really shitty uh edits of like the soul 
Blade intro. Uh, and then it would just be interspersed with a lot of Final Fantasy X. Do you remember when it, there were so many um, game music videos about Final Fantasy X? Uh, yeah, t- to be honest, what I remember most from that time was uh, anime music videos, and it was always Dragon Ball yeah. to Linkin Park. Yeah, Linkin Park was like 70% of them, and then the other 28% was Evanescence, uh, and then there's the normal ones. But what's really, I, I had a nostalgia day the other day, and I was, I was trying to find some of the ones that I really, really liked, and I did. Thankfully, I, this was back in the day where you could download videos without having to sign your life away on some contract. <laughs> so I've got, I've got to you know, upgrade to YouTube Pro to use features that you took away so that you have to pay for them. Um, one of my favorite ones is really straightforward one. It's um, Pokemon the first movie, but uh, set to like the disco version of... Of Duel of the Fates, yeah, brilliant! And it's so good. So when it when it opens, it opens with the like, Ba-da-da! and it's the Nintendo logo <laughs> from, the, from the GameCube. <laughs> Fantastic! Yeah, it's so good. So I'm really happy I downloaded those because a lot of those no longer exist anymore. So. Yeah, yeah, no, they can't exist. They've got too much um, intellectual property. Yeah, yeah, because all those are. Uh, uh, GMVs and AMVs um, making yeah. so much money. Sadly, no one makes them any. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. Did I I'm say sure they, they exist, but behind some Patreon wall or something like that? No. Do you remember when I got really obsessed with them? Um, with people who recut like the Avengers trailers using Super Smash Brothers footage. <laughs> no, but I, I believe it. Oh, it's so good. So I've got uh, I've got a YouTube playlist right. If I'm feeling a bit down, I go back and look at them. So, yeah, they give me shivers. Brilliant. Brilliant. Cool. Good. Okay, well, well done. Yes. What are, we, what are we here for today? Oh, right. Okay. So this week, uh, shall I go back into that weird American accent? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This week, that guy's a maniac is going to talk to you about the moon. The moon. And why are we talking about the moon? Uh, because we have run out of ideas. <laughs> Exactly, because we're scraping the bottle. Run out of ideas. We're having a brainstorming session. Looked out the window. It was nighttime at the moon, and then somehow that ended up on our on our amazing list of ideas. Yep. So we're going to talk about the best moments of the moon. No. 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 We're going to talk about moments where. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The moon is in games. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not the best. Not the oldest. Not the biggest. Just. Moments we can remember. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that relate to other 40-year-old gamers, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which have the moon tangentially. Right. Do you know who doesn't get enough traction? The who? The daytime moon. I was thinking about this the day, whilst I was trying to okay. remember. I like the fact that it's a person in your mind, who? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, everything's personified. Everything's... Everything's uh, potential. Anthropomorphized. Content. Everything's content. Yeah. Because it's it's there, like, you know, in the day sky as much as it is in the night sky. Yeah. Um, but just has no no resonance, right? There's no there's no daytime werewolves, there's no, you know, romance associated with the moon, there's no with the day moon. 
There's no. That's true. That's true. That's true. There's no Wanderlust related to the Day Moon, and it's just there. You know, this huge body of our satellite that just sits yeah, there. Yeah, but maybe it could be explained away in that there is also the sun, which is a bit bigger and is doing a better job. Yeah, but still, you know, it's there. Yeah. Yeah, we don't pay enough heed. It no, just has, it just has this association with nighttime for obvious reasons, right? Because that's where you can see it clearer. It's more visible, yeah. Yeah, and you have all the phases. But um, yeah, I would like to see more um, more love for the day moon, everybody. So next time you're out there and the skies are blue and clear, just uh, have a peek up at day moon. See if you can find day moon and give her a, give her a wink. A wink. <laughs> a wink. How are a you wink. doing, day moon? Day moon. Yeah, there, there must have been. There must be some. There must be some fiction out there about day werewolves. I feel like I. There's been something in a film recently where they were talking about the day moon being full. Something I was watching, and it, it was like the planets aligned, the moon was updated. What, what have I been playing? What have I been watching recently? Playing that shark game. Yeah, no, I don't think the shark game is it. No, sounds a bit too. Incidentally, I bought the DLC for it. Hey! <laughs> I paid money on that game. Um, but yeah. Um, no, okay, like, so this is not an interesting uh, then, thing. Also, why don't werewolves just transform on the whole day when there's a full moon? Because werewolves don't exist. But what are the rules? What are the what are the rules in fiction? I don't know. Like the rules in fiction seem to only really um, talk about nighttime moon, full moons as well, specifically. Um, I guess maybe like the sun cancels it out, much like what I was saying earlier. You know, like day moon doesn't get any love because you know the sun's there doing a better job. Yeah. Maybe, maybe there's something about the specifics of the moon which means you never see a full moon in the day. I don't know. Nah, I'm sure. You I'm at the edge of my knowledge yeah. when it comes to day moon because because we'd never get taught about it at school. Cool. That's what I'm going. I'm going to make that my campaign for um my political campaign. Okay. I'm going to do a one issue party, <laughs> which is to get the day moon on the school curriculum. And also confirm the mechanics of it within werewolf fink- fiction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fiction fiction authors get in touch. Uh, and if you've written anything about day wolves, day werewolves, day wolves, maybe that's it. No, that's not it. Day wolves? Day wolves, yeah. I mean, wolves are just wolves all the time, right? Yeah. And you do see werewolves and wolves around together. So yeah, that's there we go. That's all I've got for moon anecdotes. You got any... Oh no, also I own I own an acre of the moon. I own inverted commas. Oh right, the the whole thing trend where people were giving that out. Yeah. Did you get the, it as a gift? These companies I did, yeah, I did because I think uh it was um oh, supermarket was selling it and one of my family members worked at the supermarket and so for Christmas they get a huge discount and it's like, Hey, I got an acre of the moon. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone ever buys that for themselves. Yeah, I don't think so. And I don't think, you know, it, it, it had something... Because I think you... 
Hello. Hello, I'm here. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. You don't own the um, mineral rights or something? So you oh, literally right. okay. just own the surface of the moon. Wow. Um, yeah. That's special. So I've got an acre. How much is an acre in real money? I don't... Uh, what is real money? <laughs> oh, it's 4,046 square metres. That's quite a lot, actually. Yeah, I have, you know, 400, 400 by one metre long strip. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah. 40 by, 40 by 100. Okay, that's decent. Yeah, better than you thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except it is just moon stuff, yeah. It was like this other thing where they'd like um rescue a turtle or rescue a, like a a goat or something like that or, or, or sponsor a goat for a family in Africa or something like that. Yeah. And like people were giving these ways gifts constantly. Nobody ever bought it for themselves. It's it's weird how it sort of hits that um mark of Nobody will buy it for themselves, but it's an ideal gift. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although I suspect the the goats for Africa was actually real. I've been maybe you know this about me. I got chugged when we were younger. <laughs> there seemed to be a lot of chuggers out, and so I got chugged by Save the Children, and to this day I'm still saving the children. Yeah. What well, about you? A moment of weakness. Yeah, you know, because well, once they get you, I'm not going <laughs> to cancel my direct debit. Like, nah, yeah, actually, I don't want to save the children. So yeah, I've been saving children. I mean, not huge amounts, right? I signed up as a student. It's like, but you it's adding, are a better man than me. It's I adding. Am. It's adding up though. <laughs> we do the maths, and they write me little letters. They don't write me little letters. You know, we all get some, the same leaflet about how. Mahmood is doing and all that. Yeah, like I, I, I definitely have cancelled charity subscriptions uh, for other people as well, like because they couldn't do it. Like, all right, you can do that. I'll do it. Get it done. Harsh. You know, I know yeah. I am. I, like, I am harsh. Yeah. Um, like, but also, like, I'm a complete arsehole. Like, like my girlfriend, she genuinely will. Ask me to go to the door when there's Jehovah's Witnesses or um, any kind of charity sort of turning up, because I, I will quite happily be the person to say no, nope. no, no, I'm not interested. No, nope, no, nope, not interested. No, no, stop talking. No, nope, no, nope, bye. Whereas other people, I don't know, who have hearts, will perhaps listen. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I get a lot of cold calls these days. I don't, I don't, I don't understand how it works. You don't understand how cold calls work. Yeah, the ones, especially the ones that phone you up and then ring off instantly. Yeah, like I think in Are they general, just checking it's a living number. Yes, or? and then putting your number on a list. So in general, the rule is, if you don't know what that number is, yeah, don't answer it. If they care, they'll leave a message or phone back. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't listen to my messages, and I also don't have I have very few Se- people. Seriously, just just change that habit of listening to your messages occasionally. People's names actually associated with the numbers. <laughs> oh, with, right, okay. Even with my mum, I have to go through 
you know, like seven years worth of text messages to find a message from her. Like, oh yeah, that's her. And then give her a ring from that. Wow. <laughs> then I, I would say, rather than sorting out all of your Pokemon, it's a more worthy thing <laughs> to perhaps get some names to numbers. No. Eliminate no. cold and then, calling from your life. And then a while, a while ago, um, <laughs> I I pressed the wrong button. You know, when when phones did that scuzzy thing of when you put in your SIM card, it used to be like, hey, do you want do you want us to import all your contacts from everything? And it was optional. And then like last four or five generations of phones, it wasn't optional. Like you had to log in with. Yep. One of your accounts, and then you know, people I haven't spoken to for fifteen years whose yes. email address I had, I got their you know their yeah. contact details. Perfect. Yeah, like like it's my WhatsApp is full of people I used to work with, or yeah. even LinkedIn contacts. Wow. Like how, why, where, how did this happen? And I know exactly how it happened, and it, it is really really shit because I used to have the Windows phone. Yeah. So basically, it synced all of my Outlook yeah, yeah, contacts, yeah. which were all of my job searching shenanigans, and merged it yeah. in with my Google Mail. So now I have this massive list. And it, the weird thing is, because it's WhatsApp, I've got all these profile pictures of how these people are doing. And like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's wow, your you're own. You're the guy that <laughs> left my first job I ever worked at. And I remember talking to you for a week. <laughs> you know? Yeah, your only window into their life is that little yeah. circ- circular image oh and for yeah. some reason every facebook contact every facebook contact and i've got like hundreds yeah you know i know Just, yeah i keep remind i keep thinking you know when you're bored you've got nothing to do and just all you've got is your phone and you've got just clear out your contacts no 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 you're much better off just um opening instagram and liking something instead <laughs> anyway the moon yeah, yeah, of course. Tangent, right? Okay, Moon. Uh, so uh, this is a very, very loose, vague, um, kind of overarching title for something. So this can be whatever we want to make it. Um, and I want to talk about a couple of things. Okay. Where the Moon features. Right. Um, I'm I'm going to just start off, and it's probably a rubbish one, but we can talk around it. In GTA Vice City, yeah, when you shoot the moon with yeah. a sniper rifle, it gets bigger. It does, yeah. Oh, man, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have nothing more about this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but in, yeah. <laughs> no, no. in general, a lot of games, especially oh, sandbox games. Mm. When they have that nighttime vibe, they will have some kind of phase of the moon or moon-related shenanigans. So I guess this is just a sort of a nod to whatever programmer out there decided to put the moon in these games and make it as real as possible. You know, stuff like um, oh god, the Arceus one, where yeah, yeah, where you're having to evolve. Luna Ursaluna. Ursaluna, thank you. That was wrong as soon as I hit it. Um <laughs> so you've got to wait until it's a specific phase so that it can actually evolve. 
during that. And, and I think that's quite cool. The time that's taken for us to see that. And you've got to do it in real time. You've got to do it every 28 days or whatever. It can only be on 28 days or whatever. Every 28 days. Yeah. So you have to do bullshit moving forward. But there's loads of stuff like that and loads of different games. And there's so many nighttime vibes of Las Vegas and, you know, your Saints Rose or your GTAs where you've got the moon in the background just adding that extra bit of atmosphere, especially GTA. Do you prefer daytime in games or nighttime in games? Uh, Probably daytime in games, especially with this light. At the moment, it's so bright at the moment that um, anytime you're in a dark place, you're just like squinting at your monitor. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. No. Can't see a thing. Yeah. Uh, what, there was a. I was playing a game recently, which is dark, and I know there's a general complaint about why are games and films actually why is everything so dark? All of a sudden, what's this trend towards? Let's make things dark and you know um in horror games when they where they I, I always have to move it up well they say you know they give you three images so like reduce the brightness of your television yeah. until the one on the left is barely visible or something so you do that unplayable you know even if you're in a dark room with the curtains drawn it's just unplayable yeah. and you know you'll go you'll be walking around a dark corner and just just getting lost and yeah, yeah. and you just straight up add you just Say whatever they say, right? Okay, now nah, I'm gonna make it brighter, and I wonder if they actually, you know, um, <laughs> compensate for that. <laughs> Maybe, but yeah, yeah. Don't don't give us the slide your thingy until you can't see this. If that's just too dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. Daytime, daytime games for sure, and or give us a way to um, quickly change the day. So that with the uh, Saluna thing in Legends Arceus. Yeah, it's cool when, you know, how do I, how, I don't know how, when do these things evolve? Um, trying to work out the mechanics of it. And then with that one, it's so niche because nothing else ever refers to the moon and its changing phases. Yeah. But then if you want to just level stuff up, it involves just going to your tent and you know, like going to sleep, try and give it the peak, doesn't work. Go to sleep, try and give it the peak, doesn't work. Go to sleep, try and give it the peak, doesn't work. Um. It's not nice idea, um, but one of those ones where, or one of those mechanisms, it's like, mm, are we just gonna never see this again? Because quite a few, yeah, yeah, of those, of those fiddly evolutions, like, ah, nah, just just use an ice stone or just use a sunstone. Yeah. Um, so I had that playing uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl recently, which is the generation which introduced. All those wanky methods of evolving Pokemon. Right? <laughs> Loads of hold items. Some of the weird babies, I think, are Gen 4. Um, having Pokemon knowing certain moves. So that there's loads that have to learn ancient power before they evolve. You know, those like, extra third stage yep, evolutions. Yep. Um, it's just God. They just evolve. Yeah, just, yep. yeah. Yeah, it's like it, uh, Pokemon um, Go just gave up on all of the trade evolutions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is useful. And uh, yeah, I'm as I, as mentioned before, I'm running a lot of those Pokemon through Pokemon Legends Arceus. I'm not fucking tra- <laughs> trading this Haunter to evolve it. Just stick it in Legends Arceus, shove a yeah. 
GBA cable down its mouth and, and then um, bring it back. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Great. Oh, my turn. Yep, your turn. Um. So when I was thinking about the moon, there's one game that instantly came to mind, and I'm happy because we checked, and there are at least, you know, like three Kotaku type website articles about moons in games around the 50th anniversary Ugh, yeah. of Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all just shit. They're just shit. <laughs> shit lists. <laughs> the worst kind of video games journalism. I know we're doing an audio version of it and with even less depth, but it's just like, oh, that Gran Turismo level game where you could drive around on the moon and, and here's this game where there's a moon and Final Fantasy VI, you go to the moon. But the one that instantly came to mind for me was um, Syndicate Wars on the PlayStation. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and it's a really strong memory because we were uh, different to the PC version, obviously. And one of the few games that really made the most of the multi-tap. Um, so me and my brother and my mum and my friend played the whole game together. It's a really, really good four-player game um, because, you know, you actually get your money and you unlock new gear. So it's kind of like a mini RPG. Um, and the last level of the, I think if you're playing as Eurocorp, you go up this uh, space elevator um, to the moon. And then the last level is set on the moon. And it is solid. So I remember we we tried to do it a number of different times. We got various objectives. And I think at the end, you have to like book it back to the space elevator before the, the moon or the base blows up. I don't know. Um, so we'd, be, we'd been playing it and we'd come up, kind of up with our strategies and we'd optimized our different loadouts. Um, I don't know if you remember in Syndicate Wars when you, one of the early body upgrades is uh, you could press all four, or well, on the PlayStation, you could press all four face buttons and self-destruct. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is one of the best things, you know, that sometimes we'd, we'd just spend hours like doing it out of frustration yeah. or, or you know each other yeah yeah running into a huge crowd or you know see how let's see how many skyscrapers we can level by all self-destructing at the same time um but when we were playing this moon level it became it became a genuine part of the strategy uh because i just remember we were running you'd run away from these um uh i can't remember the name of the evil guys um but they had these like robots which fired lasers but every time the laser hit you you you'd kind of slow down so the four of us would be running shooting left right and center and dropping mines or whatever and then if, if you got two pinned down by the lasers um you'd start to to slow down uh and then you'd, you'd kind of self-destruct and the first time we completed it um it was the four of us and then um three of you know people got picked off one by one as they fell behind and then self-destructed kind of take out some of these spiders and some of the bad guys uh and then my brother or something uh got in some trouble and then before he died he self-destructed and then my friend <laughs> it's me and my friend running to the space elevator and then he gets into trouble when he's self-destructed and then um it was kind of me who got out um and it's just such an epic way to end that you know end that game by taking the bad guys out by self-sacrificing yourself with this uh, yeah this amazing self and the the way it looks you know it's, it's huge uh, um, like blast of light, and then um, you know, like a mushroom 
in my memory it's like a mushroom cloud effect that would take everything out um so yeah that's my fond memories of um beating uh syndicate wars for the first time on the on the levels on the moon <laughs> on the moon yeah. on the moon and uh it has stupid space elevators which i really hate there's a lot of sci-fi which has space elevators you know, it's just basically a big elevator that connects one planetary body to another. Yeah. And I just, I don't understand how they work, and it and it seems unrealistic to me. But it's such yeah, a... no, it, it would have to mean that everything was moving in perfect sync in space. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it, it doesn't work, but yeah, you know, it, it's a thing. Yeah, like the elevator to the moon. It's been done in so many sci-fi things it, as well. It has, but also it take really fucking long. Even if it's moving fast, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there we go. That's um, that's my first moon game. Sneaking in some hate for um, planetary <laughs> elevators and, <laughs> and yeah, lunar elevators. Yeah, fucking lunar elevators, man. I know. I know. Just don't know where you are with them. They don't even know who they are. No, and how does it work? How does it work when the gravity's <laughs> really long cable or something? Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be essentially that. A winch. A <laughs> winch. There's a guy at the top. Guy at the moon just... <laughs> yeah. Just straight winching. up. Yeah. <laughs> winching. <laughs> straight up winching. <laughs> there you go. How about you? Uh, right, okay, so another game yeah. which has the moon. <laughs> it's a rather unexpected one. Um, uh, and I don't know if you've played it or not. Yeah. Have you played Super Mario Land 2 and the six <laughs> golden coins? I think so, yeah. Was it, it on the GBA? GBA, uh, no, no, GB. GB, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one with the bunny ears. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a secret, <laughs> well, no, it wasn't a secret, it was a whole level, and it was just two levels. Or have you got the music going? No, no, it was just um, some random, my phone just decided to play an ad. Oh, Thank right, you. wow, oh, crazy. <laughs> Lies. Um... The Mario Land 2, uh, basically it's just two levels, um, and there's just like a picture of a crescent moon, and it's got a face in it. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and that, that being said, a little nod to Super Mario World, a three-up as opposed to a one-up is a moon. Um, and of course, uh, Mario Odyssey, you collect moons as well. Yeah, uh, and um, uh, Mario Galaxy, you're all course, over yeah, moons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all about the moons. moons. Yeah, yeah. Have that yet? Uh, I started it. Uh, I did the bumblebee thing and I hated it. Yeah. That's such a... Such a bad opinion. (laughs) It's a bad opinion. I love it. It's such a bad opinion. It's such a bad opinion. That is... That is... Inarguable. (laughs) Mind you, I had the same same ocarina of time. Oh, right, your best game ever, is it? Yeah, I just can't get past the fact that he's just like a little annoying boy. Well, no, it wasn't even that. Like, I was playing Mario Galaxy and I was thinking, right, okay, I'll give it a go. Then I had to do a boss bee where I was crawling about on her as a bumblebee. Yeah. And 
I mean, we went over this before. The only difficult thing in Mario games in general is the camera angle. And you have to fight with the camera angle. And, and the Bumblebee thing was a weird thing where you're having to no suddenly navigate in 3D, which I get is a big part of that game. But also the camera angles really, really vexed you. Uh, and basically, depending on the angle, you'll just die because you don't know to change the angle. And, and that bothers me a little bit. But yeah, anyway... Breathe back. Super Mario Land 2. Yeah. Six golden coins. There is a level. Um, and yeah, it's all set in the moon. It's really, really hard. It's one of those Mario ones that everyone hates where the screen moves and you have to keep up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, the scrolling screen. Level. Yeah, and it has a, it has some awful, awful pitfalls in it as well. Like literal pitfalls where... You're, you're like floating on spikes and you are floating. You've got this permanent sort of uh, quarter gravity float going on and you have to land on each one of these uh, little, little um, I don't know what you call them, blocks? Yeah, blocks. Yeah. Um, and if you miss one, you're going to get crushed by the screen or you're just going to fall straight through. So it's like, oh, right. And, and they do this. This is the horrible thing about it. It's like the little caverns that, that you can fall into that don't allow you to like die by falling out the screen. Mm-hmm. You actually can't jump out of. Oh, so you just have to you just have to bounce, you, bounce, bounce until the screen kills you. Kills you, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like somebody chose not to just let you die. Yeah. You know, by falling off the screen, you're now gonna have to wait and die. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, somebody chose violence. I'm looking up screenshots. He has a little space bubble hat. Yeah. I don't think I ever got there. Uh, it's a really hard game. Um, and it's also got evil stars. Which I think is the only place it actually exists. And uh, the Mario canon. It also has those creepy... Uh, bring, back, bring back memories. Those creepy, like, serial killer masks with a knife in their head as an enemy. Oh yeah, 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 like little Jason masks. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, like little little Goomba Jasons. Yeah. <laughs> Fucked up game. Uh, I mean, it really was, and like, because that was also like the first appearance, uh, the first appearance of Wario as well. Yeah. He was the final boss character, and his final castle, um, which I don't know if you played, basically had his floating heads bouncing around. <laughs> of course. Um, and like, I mean, before, before his tennis playing games, yeah, yeah, Jack and yeah. Rose, you know, they're waiting in the tunnel to go out to play, I don't know, football or or um, golf or tennis together. And Mara's like, Do you remember that? Do you remember that time you had a uh, evil base and your it was just your head floating, floating around? <laughs> what was that about? Where did that come from? What inspires a man? <laughs> Bounce his heads around as a. Yeah. I don't know. Do you reckon they have civilized conversations? I do, you know, it's such a boring, it's such a boring cliche thing to say. You know, the people are like, oh, I'd really like, uh, I'd really like a Marvel comic, which is just you know Spider Man and Wolverine sitting in a bar and chatting to each other. Um, but I genuinely would like uh, <laughs> a visual novel, you know, set in the in the uh, 
the Mushroom Kingdom when they weren't uh, at odds with each other or playing sports again. You know, just just to have these rational, yeah, yeah, rational yeah. conversations. Do you remember the time when, you know, or I don't know, Peach and Peach and Daisy? What did Peach and Daisy say to each other? No? Daisy. Daisy, <laughs> Daisy, sweet. sweet. <laughs> Yeah, and I'd quite like a... Oh, it sounds like a really wanky art project, right? Like a radio play. Um, and it takes you a while to listen, you know, when listening to... Are these all the... Oh, my God, these are all the Mario characters. Um, yeah. Yeah. Probably exists. Probably 17 versions. Probably a high school in America that did a serious Mario play for some prom thing. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I, I get it, but I, I genuinely don't think that they they hang out very much, and that's probably why they're um, at odds constantly. I, I feel like Mario is probably quite standoffish, you know. I think I think he has to be that way, otherwise, you know, if he. If he oh, what? Or or it would stop him. Yo, 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 pumpkaboo, pumpkaboo, pumpkaboo. Oh, no. I think Mario has to be standoffish because he just has to stomp on everybody's heads. So if he formed any kind of emotional connection with the people he hangs out with to to kart race and play golf and play tennis or whatever, he'd hesitate in those final moments where he's you know, jumping under, under Bowser to lower a drawbridge or... Jumping on Wario's head or yeah. whatever, um, so he keeps himself distant. He's also he's not a very complex character, right? Just this very good aligned, and that's all there is to him. Yeah, well, they, they touched on. The so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is. I mean, yeah. what was it um, neutral good or what is it? Lawful good. Lawful yeah, he, good. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just lawful good. And so if if these villains weren't constantly coming up with these schemes to kidnap Peach or turn everyone into whatever, I think he'd be really sad because he had nothing, he'd have nothing to drive him, right? It's lawful good. Yeah. Because that's all it is. would be nothing to, to, to be the hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's he's defined by his antagonism. By his enemies, yeah. <laughs> but so the, I don't. It's, I, I suppose it's not really that much of a spoiler. But uh, Mario Odyssey, which is a good yeah. game, and you should play. Yeah, no, um, that's my galaxy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they kind of touch on that a little bit towards the end of the game. Oh, do tell me. So the the final. Can't uh, really talk about Mario again. Go and. <laughs> <laughs> Every time talk about Mario, go on for eight. Yeah, go on. <laughs> the final sort of end boss character, which is not the final by any means, because yeah. you know what Mario games are like. Yeah, but is uh, it, is it like, it's like the credits boss, and then there's yeah. seventeen more worlds and infinite more. Yeah, yeah. So classic Mario Bowser is going to marry Peach. So there's a great big wedding about to happen. Yeah. Mario turns up. And he's got this hat, which obviously turns into a top hat and gives him the, the, the tux and everything. Yeah. And and the whole thing is driving towards 
Mario's gonna save Peach by, I don't know, marrying her instead. Which just feels very contrived. And the best part is, uh, Peach just says, I'm not mar marrying either of you. And, and then, uh, sort of, Mario and Bowser are just kind of like, oh shit, we've both been rejected. Yeah. Um, and then there's a kind of a, a collab thing where Mario actually takes over Bowser's head with the hat sort of thing. And yeah, it, 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 was, a, it, was, it was an interesting nod and it was just kind of like, yeah, this has to happen. There has to be an end to an evil villain, villain trying to marry the, you know, damsel in distress. And then the hero automatically thinking he can marry her instead. Yeah, you know. Have you have you finished Odyssey? Like all of it, all of it. Oh no no no! I am like I uh, I perfected the throw hat jump jump. Yeah, which was which is ultimately it unlocks the ability for you to get the final um, coins and stuff like that, and yeah. it's basically about learning how to do that. Okay. And I think still by muscle memory, I can do it. Because um, maybe but, that's maybe that's the secret ending is that Mario and Bowser get married. Yeah, I mean, like, there's always been a lot of uh, tension between those two. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Just fucking get over with it, guys. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Just stop trying to take over the world, forcing Mario to. It, Mertz, they, Mertz they even had the ability to do it with the whole Bowser shenanigans as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I suppose maybe, actually maybe that's, that's, that's a binary construct I've just fallen into there. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Love I mean, doesn't what... need to be defined by male and female, Barley. No, it doesn't. I know. No. no. Nor fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the the new um, Mario football game that came out? Mario Strikers. Yeah, and I've, I've always been tempted. Yeah, I always wanted to pick up the first one. I played the first one for a while um, on the Wii. Um, yeah. And I was basically with a friend and with a copious amount of weed. Um, and it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, that's what I... Yeah. That's what I always thought. It, it had all the... Um, Square Enix characters in it, right? Was that one, or was that the sports, the weird sports mix one? It did not have any Square Enix characters in it, no. So you could unlock like the Black Mage and um, Super Mario Strikers Final Fantasy. Really? Maybe it was that weird sports mix one. Uh, Final Fantasy. Moogle Mage, Black Mage. Yeah, Mario Sports Mix, sorry. Okay. Okay, fine. Anyway, so I always wanted it on the Wii, but it was always, as Mario games I wanted to do, super expensive. And it looked quite, you know, it looked fun, but it looked quite shallow. And it would be me playing it on my own. It wouldn't be, wasn't be playing it. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think it's like, um... Oh, God. It's like it's, um... 
yeah, it's a couch co-op game. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. sure the online viability of this new one is probably a lot better, so yeah. you wouldn't need to worry too much about being sad and alone. But um, yeah. it's also, I feel like it's just one of those, it's an investment game. You know, much in the same way as uh, like Mario Kart, you've got to get good at it before you can play it online sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but do you feel you would have enough investment into Mario Strikers to want to get good? Mm, no, no. And I think um, the other day, <laughs> I don't know why, I watched all the all the players um, like special strike moves. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. You should watch them. <laughs> you should watch them, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, they're, they're, they're really good. I can't remember. Whose is the best? Maybe Rosalina's is the best. Anyway, um, why was I talking about this? Uh, oh, gosh. I can't remember. You like Mario Strikers. I like oh, Mario yeah, yeah. Strikers. Uh, yeah, you briefly brought it up because we were talking about relationships, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that was it. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen, it's come under criticism because um, Peach's moves are all heartsy and lovesy, so her special super move is hearts come out the ball and people fall in love with her. That's her shtick, that's fine. Well, this is what I thought we got over this when she had her own game and everyone was like, oh, it's all love and hearts and stuff. You know, it's all, what's that called? Heartcore? Is that what it's called? Heartcore. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> I, I don't know, but it should be. That, that, that is Peachy's shtick. She's heartcore. Heartcore. Yeah, she's yeah. just what she does, right? A final smash is peaches and yeah. kisses and... Hearts, yeah. La, 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 la. That's her brand. Yeah. Heartcore? Lovecore? Maybe it's lovecore I was thinking of. Yes, lovecore. Love <laughs> yeah, lovecore fashion is a mix of lingerie, angel wings, satin dresses, and just general formal date wear. This doesn't sound right. Right, okay. Lovecore is the pink and red internet aesthetic that's all about romance. It's about feeling the love from the pieces you wear, whether it's a fashion trend on TikTok or a certain style take over Instagram. Internet aesthetics always change on the Yeah, that's Peach. She's just lovecore. Um, but apparently, apparently, this is not woke enough. Um, because all the shtick is about love and kisses. Oh my god! Just, ugh. In a like, football is game. Is Birdo in it? In a football game, is Birdo in it? I think they are. Um, Super Mario Strikers. Unclear. What's it called? Super Mario Strikers Charge or something? Yes, it is. No, it's not. Unclear. Cool. Well, I mean, if Birdo's in it, that's that's a lot of woke boxes ticked. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, nah, look, I mean, there's what? nothing wrong with that. Like, like it doesn't box her in something else it's just what she does yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, I mean I, I don't know like maybe I I'm it's, cle- it's yeah. clearly her aesthetic because then when it actually came to a wedding you know one that she was nearly forced into <laughs> and then one that you know perhaps 
everyone thought was a natural bitch. Like, nah, this is just my aesthetic. God. Don't judge me from my, you know, what I wear. Doesn't mean I'm just going to run off and get married and fall in love with anyone. Yeah. Yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, and Daisy, who's essentially a clone character, she doesn't have any of that. No. I, yeah, look, I, I think we should just move past this. So, that's, that's, I can I can tell that's really pissed you off, hasn't it? No, it's not pissed me off. It's just like I'm more annoyed that like people have made it a thing. It's just like exactly that's no, that's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. I can hear it festering in your brain. Um, Ugh. <laughs> Maybe she needs a rebrand. No, no, like. <laughs> Maybe I think it'd be wrong. Like she can still be Toads. a strong, reasonable female role model and be into love core and hearts <laughs> and that sort of shit. It doesn't necessarily need to be about uh, being a girly girl. Like guys can still like her for being Peach. Yeah, girls can still like her for being Peach. Yeah. She has an identity. Let it be. Like, I think. yeah, I mean, like, if her thing was, I don't know, making racist jokes, yeah, then yes, absolutely, <laughs> canner. <laughs> Every time you score a goal, this comes out with some horrible shit. Oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, exactly. Peach, yeah. Jesus Christ! <laughs> exactly. Then you, you cancel her, but like, cancel. the <laughs> cancellor straight. Up, cancellor, <laughs> or make it optional, like, like, uh, give people, you know, a peach love core option, you know. They love the new, um, like the bayonetta three filter, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, peach with no hearts, or Mortal Kombat with green blood. Yes, yeah, yeah. Asexual peach. Hmm. No, I don't want an asexual peach. I want yeah. peach to be who she is. No, asexual peach. She's allowed peach. to identify as a princess. Instead of <laughs> instead of hearts, it's just thumbs up emojis. Yeah. And shrug emojis. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. She doesn't <laughs> say anything either. <laughs> just ellipses. As... <laughs> This is not. This is not a good depiction of asexual people. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm not. I'm not even talking about making her asexual either. <laughs> just make her an emo. <laughs> just make her. Yeah. Just. Just um, make her squall from Final Fantasy. Yeah. As that's what I was going to say. Um, go into the game file. Select all her win quotes. Delete. Go to Final Fantasy VIII and just copy and paste all of school's dialogue in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's stop talking about Mario. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, basically all I wanted to say, there's a level, which is a moon, which is a right. crescent moon with a face, and it has evil stars on it. And I think that's quite unique for the um, the Mario universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, just a quick tangent, because yeah. we need loads of them. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Did they go to the moon or did they just hang about in space? <laughs> they just hang about in space. Yeah, oh, I, I thought know. so. 
That's what I thought, because I was, I was going, oh, Final Fantasy VIII. Desperately trying to come up with a game that I've played. <laughs> um, and then I thought, no, they don't go to space. They just go to the moon. They, they don't go to the mm. moon. They just go to... Yeah, they just go um, to space, yeah. I feel like there's moon monsters, or is it Moogles? Not Moogles. Um, Moombas that come from the moon, or something like that. The, the little lion things. No, it is. It's Esther's Lunar Base. There we go. There we go. Yeah, she's up there. They're actually on the moon. Yeah, cool. Right. Well, there we go. There's another one done and we didn't even need to think about it. Boom. All that research. I'm glad we did it in advance. Boom. We got, well, you know, these fucking Kotaku articles didn't mention it. Didn't they? No. God. Final Fantasy VI, not Final Fantasy VIII. Mm. Uh, great. Okay, okay. Oh, back over to you. Give me a moon um, game. Moon game. My next game is a game, but it's also a genre. And we've talked about it a lot oh, no. oh, in the no. past. This might be my one. <laughs> it's Lunar Lander. All right, then. No, no, it's not. What is Lunar yeah. Lander? Is that the one... The old sort of BBC micro game where you actually have to land the the thing on the on the thing. Yes, it's, it's the originator of the of the gravity games game where you have to land your thing. You've got limited fuel. You can only tweak your ship lefty righty, uh, yeah. and it's really finicky to get, to get thrust. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And there are hundreds of them. There are co-op ones. There's my favourite one is probably. Uh, Astrolander, which is one of yeah. those unlockable mini games in Time Splits 2. And there was Gravity Force 2, which we talked about a little while ago, or Gravity yeah. Power. Yeah, and I remember time. from yeah. um, all the demo discs you get on the front of like Amiga Power, there was almost always a Centipede clone, a Lunar Lander clone. Uh, what's the one where you have to hit, hit the bounce the ball up to get rid of the blocks? Breakout? Breakout, yeah. There'd be a breakout clone, um, yeah. Uh, but it's a really fun. I yeah, find I like yeah, that, that the when I was talking about Gravity Force Two, yeah, Amiga Power actually brought out um, an enhanced version of it called Gravity Power. But they worked with the the Gravity Force Two guys to make it, yeah, which is quite cool. Well, I always find them. I was one well, in particular Astrolander, which is weird. So in, in Times Splitters Two, there were three levels. So you had to do the levels on specific hard difficulties. Um, so there's one game that I never got. Uh, and you pick up this thing and then um, we had a PDA, which is sort of like a fake GoldenEye PDA, you know, when you look at your watch. Um, and you could play these games. <clears throat> and so I think Astroland is on the first level on Siberia. So yeah, often would just belt through the level, get to Astrolander, pull up your watch, and then just spend hours playing um, Astrolander. Uh, and I found it quite chill because it was... Uh, Time Splits 2 had this amazing thing where... I, I didn't appreciate it until recently when I downloaded the soundtrack and I was listening to it on repeat. And so many of the songs are the Time Splits 2 theme tune. Um, <laughs> but they're so... Uh, I don't know, tweaked in the different genres that you, yeah. you don't notice it. So it's the, the kind of base one, if you like, is it's not really a theme tune, it's the Siberia theme. Um, which, you know, this kind of 
Um, and then Astralander has a really chill version of that. Um, really, really slowed down. So whenever I think of Astralander games, I feel um, it puts me in this place of uh, not stress, because those games can be quite stressful, like brutal when you don't get it right, and it just instantly like crash. Um, uh, and then the Notre, even the Notre Dame theme, which is a great, great theme, and it brings in um, bits from classical music. Uh, in the start. That's also that same theme. Yes, fucking Graham Norgate, what a hero. <laughs> well, and add a little nod to Graham Norgate. Okay. Yeah, so good. I really want to play Time Splits 2 again. Is there a way? You have a way, don't you? Uh, well, but it's been re-released. Has it been re-released or has it been... Yeah. Yeah, I saw it um, the other day there. Um... Or you can play it on, um, or maybe I've, no, 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 definitely, re-released, has to have been. Time Splits 2 4K remake was yeah. hidden in a random game all along. Yes, yeah, so it was, yeah, you can play it in, um, Homefront the Revolution. Yeah. But you can also play it straight up. Um, God, what was it? It was Time Splitters and Time Splitters Future Perfect. You can play them both together. Is it just Xbox? Like, you can just buy it and play it? Oh, is it on Xbox? Fuck. Yeah, yeah, you can just buy it and play it on Xbox. Ah. Uh, I'm buying an Xbox to play Times Plus 2. Well, it's really weird since it was on the PlayStation to start off with. Or, no, no, it was on everything, wasn't it? It was, yeah, yeah the second one was on everything. I think it was, it was even on the GameCube. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we get the GameCube version. I, I got the GameCube version of Future Perfect. Yeah. But yeah, no, sorry, it's only Xbox. Um, but unless you play it on in home front or whatever it is <laughs> it's such yeah. a weird way to play it I don't, yeah, yeah I don't, how accessible is it the code uh it's probably not accessible i think out. you need to get to a bit and then you type in a code oh it says so according to uh pc gamer okay a decent website Full 4K remaster of Timesplitters 2 was hidden inside Homefront the Revolution, but the code to access it was lost in a Discord squabble. Okay. So if a... Maybe this is the modern equivalent of if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear it, does it make a noise? (laughs) If you've hidden the entirety of Timesplitters 2 in a game... Uh, that no one can access. <laughs> did you actually? Did you actually do that? Well, I think people can access it, can they not? Oh, I'm guessing PC people can, at the very least. <laughs> no, or can they? Oh, Time Splitters Rewind. What is Time Splitters Rewind? Is that a mobile game with microtransactions? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a gacha game. 
Um, they're re-releasing all three games. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe this is what I saw. Have they been shut down yet? <laughs> Seven year development. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, ever, no. good luck to the team. Whoever comes out. Comes well, it's out. like that guy that's doing the Simpsons hit and run re thingy. Yeah. It's been in long. development since 2013. Yeah, okay. That's... Never mind, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast. Um, because Time Splitters and Time Splitters Two were fairly early PlayStation Two games, those discs are not playable on PlayStation Twos anymore. Oh, that's pesh. Yeah, like the blue discs are bad. Well, I don't. I don't. Did I ever own it? I think I just played your versions or Jason's version of it. Yeah, it's apparently it's just on the GameCube. Oh. Yeah. Well, at least I've got Future Perfect. The one that nobody liked. Oh, no. Wait. Is there a level on the moon in times of this? <laughs> there has to be. There has to be. <laughs> There's one in the spaceport, which is uh, yeah. in the first game, which is brilliant. No, I don't think there is. Good. Great. Fine. Enough time splitters talk. Yes. Although, is there ever enough time splitters talk? No, there isn't. There's never enough. Do you have uh, one last game with their moon? Well, it's it's a nod to a genre in a similar way to Astrolander. Yeah. It is Space Games. Space you know, games. Like, yeah, Space Games. Specifically... Yeah. I was thinking of like Frontier Elite, where it's always nice, where you're doing these kind of, you know, space, I don't know, trading missions and things like that. And then you can go off into the galaxy and you can just find, like, Sol <laughs> <laughs> and Earth and the Amen. moon. Um, and you can do such things as land on them and stuff like that. I think Spore did it as well, because they had that whole galaxy thing. Yes, they did. What, did they actually hide a... I can't remember how it worked in Spore. Uh, the, the game was weird. Yeah, um, that was weird. I, I mean, that, I'm sure Spore's free now, is it not? I, I bet it's not. It was Will Wright, wasn't it? I, don't know, I saw somebody making Pokemon in it the other day, so it's still, yeah, it's still a community. Still yeah, yeah. Um, you create your weird-looking aliens... You take them through civilization, you get them into space, you get them into space, and then you start trading. You start getting territories and wars with other things, and then you've got the big galaxy to take over. And I think that's where it ends. Yeah, um, but I didn't. I didn't know if it was. I don't think it was a persistent galaxy. It was your friends' creations might populate some of the other planets. So I don't know if it was the same galaxy every time, or a procedurally generated galaxy. I don't know if it was infinite either. Couldn't have been called. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Yeah, well, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it was there. And it's always it's always Sol or Terra or whatever they want to sort of use in that sort of fashion. 
Yeah. Uh, Mass Effect do it as well. I think oh, yeah. you can uh, go and find Earth and hang about and land on the moon. Um, and it, that sort of stuff is quite cool. Especially when you're so deep into like this brand new lore, space lore, yeah. you know, that doesn't necessarily connect with Earth in any way. I suppose it's like the episode of uh, Star Trek where they go back to 20th century Earth, you know? <laughs> the voyage home. But yeah, which which time? Did yeah, you, yeah, no. But, uh, did you ever watch Battlestar Galactica? Yes. The I watched one, that whole thing in entirety. Okay, yeah. Um, very disappointing ending. Well, it wasn't just a disappointing ending. The whole thing was disappointing. You reckon? Yeah, like... The intrigue of the Cylons and who they were. Yeah. The fact that the Cylons were just basically biological robots. And you're just kind of like, wait a minute, who is the bad guy? Why are the Cylons bad guys? And and this sort of fluffy whatever. I... I ugh. Yeah, I, I think I, I started to lose interest. As always with these, these kind of premises... Yeah. When you could be a Cylon, but you weren't really a copy of anybody else, and you would you didn't necessarily know that you were, but yes. not in a not in a way that the you know original ones didn't know that they were. And it's like, well, then yeah, no, or or you've we, been a Cylon all this time and you never knew. Yeah, so well, you're just a fucking person, then, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> and what makes you a Cylon? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. You're just a biological... Yeah, yeah. that sort of stuff bothered me. I remember I watched that and I was so disappointed with that as a series. I binge-watched it. Yeah. I think I was unemployed and I binge-watched it. Um, And then I moved on to Fringe. Did you ever see Fringe? No, I never saw Fringe. Oh, my God. Fringe was excellent. Um, And that was like... The sort of sci-fi shit, and I just I can't believe it's it doesn't still exist, you know. But um, compared to Battlestar Galactica, I was like, oh, brilliant! This is fantastic. It's like sci-fi meets Buffy. <laughs> that, that's what, that's how I would explain Fringe. Oh, and it has Spock in it as well. Was that five seasons? That yeah. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Never heard of this program in my life. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know how well it's dated, and it's, it's a recommendation from me, so I'm sure you you won't like it. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I was like, <laughs> if you Google Fringe series and look at the images, it it's so uh, redolent of that particular era of TV. Yeah, I'm so like sure the, is, the yeah. images blue right blue and orange when everything was blue and orange and then one of the posters is is like it but with in shredded paper one of them yeah, oh, yeah it just looks like every program okay but no yeah yeah no it's him from dawson's creek um <laughs> that man perry perry is his, yeah is that his I, character's name perry. i think so yeah and yeah. then you've got the old guy who's awesome and basically there's a whole weird thing where they jump into parallel universe um and weird monsters and shit and things happen. That's all you need to know about this. It's like it's Buffy meets a sci-fi program. Okay. And, and that's it. And I, I was just like, I love this shit. I'm down. And then there's actually interesting plot developments where 
uh, certain people are from different universes and they didn't know all along does that mean they were <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah that's our stuff it's, it's quite um, it's very nice. cool Six, five seasons five seasons wow, look at that but I mean it is definitely was it late 2000s or something like that yeah 2008 2008 yeah. to 2013 yeah um, so it's post writers crisis at least um, but yeah, like it's just it's episodic, which you don't really get nowadays as well. <laughs> you know, everything has to have an ongoing plot and basically be a nine-hour movie. Yeah. Instead. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So that, that 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 was my nod to space games that somehow yeah, ended done. up talking about fringe. Good. Good. <laughs> okay. Um, do you have any last nods? No, I just wanted to say Moonwalker because it was in my head, but that's literally it. Are we going to acknowledge um, Majora's Mask? Mm. No. Mm. I, don't, I do like, even though I don't like Legend of Zelda game. So my experience of these things is via Smash Brothers and the information you used to get with Smash Brothers trophies. Um... But that moon is is amazing. <laughs> it's so creepy. Yeah. Really creepy. Yeah. It's it's the black eyes and then yeah. Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. And the nose. Um yeah, and the fact that, you know, that's just barren like way creepier than than, you know, the the various games which have a meteor that that's coming down. Um yeah. So fucking why is it like that? Why is it so creepy? The teeth as well. Why has it got to be so creepy? <laughs> Why you like that? Why is it like that? I, I don't know. I've not played it. Have you not? No. Have we discussed this every time we've mentioned it? Yes, every single time I mention it. Well, <laughs> the, the lie is, I actually have played it. Yeah. I got really, really stressed out by it. Because of the roguelike thing. Yeah. Did nothing and then died. I thought, I don't want to play this game anymore. The moon crashed in. Yeah, because there's just too much to do. And it's like, all right, okay. That's the roguelike aspect, of course. But, I mean, yeah. that's just far too much. You know? I I have to get, for those kinds of games, I have to get in a mood, in the mood for them. And I have to play them extensive. So, yeah, um, and you need to one of the complaints and stuff like that. Yeah, know? one of the complaints about the original Dead Rising was that you couldn't do everything where well, you probably could if you were amazing. You couldn't do everything because the yeah. clock's running down, there's too many survivors, and you've got the stories to do. Exactly that, too. yeah. Um, but if you play the game knowing that, and you can, you know, kind of do quite well, but you know you can't do it all, really, really good, but you have to you have to really be in the guts of that game to know and remember. And so, yeah, Majora's Mask gives me... Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Um just too stressful, particularly when you're trying to work things out again. Originally, right, you're just doing nothing, just doing nothing, and nothing. Yeah. And it reminds me of a <laughs> Farley favorite, uh, Sentient, as well. Yeah, where and, you, cr um... you crash into the sun unless you, you know, do X, Y, Z. And so, your first 12 playthroughs are like, How do I stop it from fucking crashing into the sun? Okay, <laughs> I've, I've bought myself five more minutes. Oh, this character's here. Fuck, we've crashed into the sun. What am I supposed to be fucking doing? Yeah, and um, I think it, as soon as I realised Lightning Returns had that mechanic in it, mm. 
I stopped playing it. Um, like... Oh, doesn't that have a moon in it? Uh, sure. Oh, okay. in fact, yeah, no, the whole of, um... What's it called? Uh, Final Fantasy Thirteen and Thirteen Two is about the spirits of the moon stealing the souls of immortals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Christ. Yeah. So many moons, so much resonance. Yeah. Resonance of fate? Does resonance that have of, a resonance of moon? Well, that's, <laughs> a, that's another mobile game. Resonance of moon, I think. Resonance, resonance of moon, yeah. Yeah. Misleading adverts. <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we've covered moon. I say it. We this is this has been your authoritative podcast on the best moons in video games. Was it, was it the best? Was it yeah, the best? Acknowledging definitive. moons and games. <laughs> Some the best moons. list of acknowledging moons and games. Some moons in games. Um, about a third of which we remembered whilst recording it, despite yeah. having three weeks to research this <laughs> topic. <laughs> Well, that's it. That guy's a maniac. Well, why'd he bite me? <laughs> <laughs>